It's Monday, February 12th, and you're listening to Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto. Good morning. I'm Gabrielle Hilti, and this is Morning Mixtape News. The top stories of today, right now. The federal government says it will move as fast as possible to address an increase in car thefts. The details after a national summit in Ottawa. In Ontario, teachers get retroactive pay increases after wages were capped under Bill 124. The province continues to argue that the bill should be reinstated after courts deemed it unconstitutional. Internationally, a new report says that Beijing uses spying, threats, and more against Tibetans living in exile. Then, Samina has a book recommendation in Turn the Page, and after, sports update plus the weather forecast round off the show. Let's look at the headlines. Auto thefts are rising across the country. The federal government says it will move fast to tackle the increase. Global News reports Public Safety Minister Dominic LeBlanc saying Ottawa will act, quote, as quick as possible. The news comes after a summit on auto theft in the capital last Thursday. The summit brought together politicians, law enforcement, and industry reps to work on a response to the estimated 90,000 cars stolen annually. That response came in the form of an action plan and a signed letter of intent after the summit. Concrete details, though, were not made public. Minister LeBlanc told Global that the issue can't be addressed properly by one level of government acting alone. Before the summit, the federal government announced an extra $28 million for border services. The funds are aimed to help detect shipping containers used to transport stolen vehicles overseas. Prime Minister Trudeau and other ministers also suggested they're open to harsher penalties for repeat offenders and those in organized crime stealing vehicles. LeBlanc said on Sunday that any potential changes to the criminal code would take time. He said faster action will happen in other areas. Quote, it probably starts with giving local and regional police with the RCMP and border services increased resources to prevent the vehicles from being stolen. Conservative leader Pierre Polievre has proposed a three-year minimum sentence for repeat car thieves. Minister LeBlanc said the government will announce more in the coming weeks. In Ontario, public high school and elementary teachers get 2.75% in retroactive pay to compensate for the wage caps under Bill 124. City News and others report the latest contracts by teachers' unions with the government left some wages to be decided by an arbitrator. The arbitrator on Friday awarded the additional 2.75% increase for the third year of the previous contract. In total, teachers will receive a 7.25% increase for the 2019-2022 contract term. The figure is a sum of the capped 1% increase under Bill 124, the new results from arbitration, and an agreement between teachers and the government for the first two years of the contract. The bill introduced by the Ford government capped salary increases for public sector workers at 1% a year for three years. It was struck down as unconstitutional in court. The ruling said the bill infringes on the workers' rights to freedom of association and collective bargaining. This allowed unions to reopen contracts and go into arbitration to determine if they deserved back pay. The government now has 60 days to provide school boards with the funds to cover the remedy owed to eligible teachers. Premier Ford and the Progressive Conservative government 
appealed the Bill 124 court ruling. The appeal court is set to issue a ruling today. Internationally, Beijing and the Chinese government are accused of spying, threats, and blackmail against Tibetan exiles. Reported by The Guardian, the findings are based on a new report by the Tibetan Center for Human Rights and Democracy. It is the first to investigate the targeting of Tibetan exiles around the world. According to the report, thousands of Tibetans globally have been subjected to spying, blackmail, and threats against family members still living in Tibet. Researchers gathered testimony from over 80 Tibetans across 10 countries. They found that 49 had received threats of harm to their relatives in Tibet. The findings follow a separate report this year that found China could use an app to possibly monitor Tibetans. The BBC reported the investigation found that a Chinese anti-fraud application could monitor users' texts, internet browser histories, and access personal data. The report on China's National Anti-Fraud Center app was conducted by the research network Turquoise Roof and the rights group Tibet Watch. It did not provide evidence the app was actively targeting Tibetans, but said it could aid the government efforts to control them. Tibet was annexed by China in 1951 in an act Beijing calls peaceful liberation and Tibetans describe as an invasion. Activists say that China limits Tibetans' freedoms by controlling passports and heavily monitoring their communications with the outside world. International research in 2023 on satellite data showed an expanded use of high-security prisons in Tibet. UN experts have also said about 1 million Tibetan children have been separated from their families and sent to state-run boarding schools in an effort to absorb them into dominant society. Switching from today's headlines to our daily segment, Samina has a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week, I'm going to make a book recommendation, and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Warning. The content in this segment may be distressing to listeners. Discretion is advised. February signals the start of an important history lesson that continues to gain the recognition it deserves, Black History Month. This year's theme is Black Excellence, a heritage to celebrate, a future to build. Every February, people across Canada participate in Black History Month events and festivities that honor the legacy of Black people in Canada and their communities. Remember, never stop learning. History can always teach us something. At the start of the 20th century, traveling circuses were all the rage. Unfortunately, the attractions were people with genetic anomalies. Bounty hunters and canny populists would travel the world finding men and women with genetic anomalies and selling them to circuses to display for money. The title of the book is True Vine, Two Brothers, A Kidnapping, and a Mother's Quest, a true story of the Jim Crow South. The author is Beth Macy. Beth started her career at the Roanoke Times. She heard that the story of the Muse Brothers was the best story in town, but the family and the town were rightfully protective of George and Willie Muse. No one knew the truth about the boys, just that they were kidnapped by a man and never seen or heard from again for 13 years. George and Willie were born in the small rural town of Truvine, Virginia. The emancipation of the black population meant nothing in the Jim Crow South. The boys, along with many others, were enslaved in the sharecropping system. 
Harriet Muse warned her boys to keep their heads down and do their work, never to speak. She also had to cover them from head to toe because of their skin. George and Willie were albinos. Candy Shelton, a white bounty hunter, spied on the boys and kidnapped them and told them their mother died. George and Willie were renamed Echo and Eco, the Ecuadorian savages, for audiences of the Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. They were 13 and 10. It took decades for Beth to gain approval of the remaining family members to write articles on George and Willie. She gained approval in 2013 to write a book about the boys and her skills as a reporter. Her research, interviewing, and writing shine through in the pages of this informative and heartbreaking story about two brothers who were kidnapped, abused, unpaid, and forced to perform, gaining international infamy, while their mother had no idea where her boys went or who took them. For anyone who doubts their account of events, Algie Barnes, their enslaver, bragged in his memoir about buying the boys. Read their story to preserve their history. If you find there's a book you want to read immediately, check with your local library, and don't forget to check Overdrive for a digital copy. You can also check your local independent bookstore. Thank you for listening. Happy reading. Thank you, Samina. Sports update before the weather. The Kansas City Chiefs beat the San Francisco 49ers and won the NFL Super Bowl on Sunday. And basketball, the Toronto Raptors play tonight in town against the San Antonio Spurs. That's at 7.30. Looking at the weather, it's a mix of sun and clouds on deck today. Highs reaching plus 3 degrees with a low of minus 2. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Met Radio News to stay posted. For Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabrielle Hilti. We'll be back tomorrow.